What's up, Couch Potatoes? It's your girl, Ashley, back with another episode of Rabbit Ears. And today is a momentous occasion because not only do I have, I don't even know how to describe somebody who literally never comes out of the woodworks and is like a fucking secret ninja assassin. (laughs) You've probably already seen the fucking show notes. I've got my home skillet, Wayne Aruzu, here with me. What up, Wayne? What up, girl? How you doing? Yeah. I'm so excited. So this is our first time actually talking face to face, as it were. Mm-hmm. So like, ugh, this is amazing. I love you. We've already been talking a few minutes. Well, 20 minutes or so <laughs> pre-roll. So like, I've got my booze. I didn't smoke any weed before tonight because that shit makes me sleepy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's my 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 soul brother. How you doing? How's uh, how's your life in lockdown and whatnot and chilling and all that? I'm fucking good at this. Shit. Yeah, you're kicking it. Like, right? I am. I am so I I do so little throughout the day. It's actually would be embarrassing if I weren't like able to chalk it up to me being a hero and not putting people at risk. Nice. I see what you mean. And I I'm on board. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a fucking superhero. I do go to the grocery store like twice a week though cuz I'm not good at planning meals. Oh, me neither. So like yeah, I just I'm I'm one of those people that all decide last second what I want to eat and I can't like plan ahead like oh, I'm going to want to eat that on Friday. Are you kidding me? That's know. the biggest problem with having like like I'm a single man with no kids, um, so now it's all on me, right? So it's like, all right, well, yeah. what do you want tonight? Don't know. Having first world problems. That's uh, you know, what are you gonna do? But I mean, that's what. So when before quarantine, I would always just like get food from my restaurant or like pick up something mm-hmm. you know easy and convenient mm-hmm. on the way home. She didn't like that anymore. I have to actual be actually be like a housewife and fucking cook out meals. I made though <laughs> last night. Yeah. Chrissy Teigen on her Instagram made this fucking like garlic chili Thai pasta carbonara. Yeah. And I made that shit last night. Oh, wow. Banger. Okay, see, that's, that's fancy people shit right there. I'm... All it was was fucking like <laughs> cheese, garlic chili sauce, bacon, and scallions on spaghetti. Bloody hell. I don't, even, so I don't even know what scallions are. What up? <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> Sounds interesting. Do you really not know? No, what is it? Is it, is it like the, a fucking... In- the green onions. Oh, we call that... Um, yeah, 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 No, we call that um, spring onion over here. Oh, wait. Oh, you call that spring onion. Wait, wait. I don't know if it's the same thing. Green onion. Is it like the... No, never mind. Oh, well. It's, it's the long, like, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you cut it yeah, we call like, it, we, yeah, we call it spring it. onion. It's like, okay. it's like we call cilantro. Yeah, we call cilantro coriander over here. Wait, I thought coriander was something different. No, yeah, same as cilantro. And I is it? yeah, and I hate that shit. No, I'm, I'm one of them people that like cilantro. Makes oh, does it me, taste like soap to you? Oh, it tastes like copper and fucking death. It's just fucking horrible. It's like yeah, for That's me. Sad. I know a lot of people sitting there going, I can't believe it. That's the best part of a salad. I'm like, bitch. Anyway, mm, so <laughs> no, because there's bacon and croutons there and cheese. <laughs> like, there's a lot of other things. Ranch. There's a lot of other things like the salad besides the vegetables. The vegetables get in the way of my salad. I love America because it's like you know the thing about salad I like the most bacon. <laughs> get some extra fucking meat on my salad like the the best one is the chef salad because it's got like ham turkey cheese chicken like every and then like a little bit of romaine lettuce which has zero nutritional value but you're having a salad so you're being healthy no that's my favorite because i would go to like roadhouses in america when i was there Mm -hmm. and um that's i have a, a tuna salad sandwich and i didn't know at the time that in America, if you just add salad to it, that just means putting mayo on whatever was there in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's a reason that we're so high up in the uh, obesity. Oh, no, it doesn't It doesn't matter. This called. shit is all good. America is fucking awesome. I love traveling there. <laughs> the first three letters in the word diet spell die for a reason. <laughs> it's going to kill you. 
Like you're going to want to end your life if you have to stick to a strict diet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd rather be fat and happy. I know. It's a it's a mind game, but what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> what are we talking? All right. So before, I'm just going to move straight past banter. Please, and please. make it a super awkward transition by announcing it because that's what I do. Nice. So, Wayne, this is your first time on the show. It is. What What are some of the TV shows that you would say like are your favorites from whenever? Okay. Besides this one. All right. Sure. Absolutely. Um, the when I grew up, right? Because oh, by the way, everyone, I'm forty as five. That's how old I am. All right. You don't look forty five, by the way. It's very kind. I'm part Asian, so you know the way that we age is that we look sort of thirty, 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 and then two hundred. So by the time I get to 65 or something, <laughs> I'll just look fucking almost dead. That's It just turns out. Dude, that fucking, that's like that episode on uh, 30 Rock where they can't tell the age of black people. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. So there's the black people and the Asians, you can't tell how that's old they true, are. That's true, because no one really knows how old Sam Jackson is. Like, no one knows. <laughs> I mean, someone knows. 25, 60? Could be knows? either. Exactly. So, you know. Whatever you want to say on the day. <laughs> All right. So, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. That's cool. Okay. So, you're 40 fucking five, the show you grew up with. That's right. So, my God, I got some old man shit shows. And I tell you what I grew up with. I grew up with the A Team. I grew up with Knight Rider, Airwolf. Uh, and then, like, in, in high school, my jam was Cheers. I love Cheers so much. I put Paul onto it. Okay. And then we became oh, Cheers. Oh, so you're buddies. responsible for that. Sorry? You're responsible for Paul's obsession with Cheers. Yeah, yeah. I like. I put him on that shit, and then we became like. That's like a basis of our friendship. We make stupid Cheers jokes, right? Um, growing pains, family ties, the real Ghostbusters. You familiar with that cartoon? Oh wow, the cartoon, right? Yeah, that yeah, yeah, that yeah. cartoon is fucking the dripping balls. It's such a good show. <laughs> it's so good, man. <laughs> well, I don't. You know. I had. A f- I don't want to know the answer to the to the question of what the balls are dripping with. I don't want to know any liquid of choice. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and, and and like you know, so then Friends and Seinfeld is my jam now. Like, I, oh yeah. You know, I, I I draw, so I I listen to that while I'm drawing because I don't have to look up. I know the joke. I'm still having fun. Because with. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that same thing. Like I'll put on TV shows that I've seen a million times while I'm doing artwork. Like Housewives goes on in the background a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, New Girl a lot. Yeah, like Mindy Project, a lot of like those sitcoms that kind of like, this is one of those sitcoms I would classify as like a family type thing. Like once you've been into it long enough, like you're invested, like it feels like hanging out with familiar people. Yo, New Girl is the bomb. Like that, Fucking you love would New not. Girl so I, much. The gags in there are exactly like pointed in the same like angular direction, and it's over and over and over, and it's really really good. I reckon it's like it's the writing is really really wicked. That made me like z- I, that chick. Zooey Deschanel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're Jake Johnson and, or I guess you should say, the Nick and Jess relationship is probably my favorite TV couple. Oh yeah, ever. And he was Spider-Man. And actually, Yonya. Well, yeah. I'm no, no, no. I made the comparison before Dan and I started dating. I did an episode on Rabbit Ears of New Girl, and Rhett, who was my guest for that episode, was like, "Well, you said it's like all the people that you podcast with, so who would you cast?" And I cast myself as Jess, of course, and Dan as Nick before we started dating. I actually and see now that. We're Jess and I actually Nick. see that. Oh, before you were dating. Before we were dating. Oh, this is a move that you made. You made a move. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was early October. That shit didn't start till late November. Oh, Steve Blanc, you had that shit all, all planned. It's cool. I had it all. Yeah, you nailed I planned it. it all the way out. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm trying to think if there's any shows that I've been watching. Yeah, that I was just wondering. Besides- you, you, the TV specialist, what is your like recommendation? Is there a thing recently? So I've been watching. 
a 30 rock and then i watched game of thrones because that's gonna be my next episode with julio i've been like during quarantine i've kind of been going back to like my comfort zone i guess like to help with like because like there's that dark mental side that i've talked about a few times with like if you yeah so like i go to like my happy place like i watched new girl for the first couple weeks of quarantine i've watched a fuck ton of houses actually today i don't i don't know how much you know about housewives but like (laughs) so okay so backtrack it's related to 30 rock because nbc owns bravo so there's a lot of housewives references in 30 rock which made me really happy oh yeah but bravo tv today retweeted or reposted one of my memes that i made on instagram and that made me super excited. Oh, no, that is exciting. So basically, I'm a future housewife. Are you kidding me? That is awesome. All no, right. not really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been seen by my fucking Mecca today, which made me... And it was right after I got fucking stoned. I saw that, and I got really excited. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's cool? It's uh, Weed is legal in, in North Carolina, right? No. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> no, thought- nobody important listens to this. No. My dad knows that I smoke and doesn't care. That's all I care about. If somebody's going to come... But there's bigger fucking problems in this country. If somebody wants to figure out where I live and come after me from this podcast, A, thank you for listening, and B, I'll take my fucking fine. It's fine. I don't care. Uh, well, you're still more progressive than us. Like, in, in Australia, no one. Not, not, nothing, nothing's legal. There you go. Oh, really? Yeah. That's it. That's crazy. It's a pain that in the sucks. ass. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. That's lame. <laughs> I went to Colorado one time when um, we went for like a partner's conference for my work. And so, like, of course, before every meeting, everybody got super fucking baked. What? And then, like, we mailed fucking, like, edibles back to ourselves from Colorado, and what? it came back fine. That is awesome. I've never heard yeah. of <laughs> Wow. Okay. It's good See, times. That's what I meant. So, it like, I, but my ex-husband mailed it, so I wouldn't have gotten in trouble for it. See, even better. Now you get insulated, and you get yeah. your jam. Nice. And I get my jam. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, let's see. Um... Let's go back to 2006 for a moment. 2006. 2006, when this series premiered. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a weird fucking year, man. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so for TV, the other shows that premiered were Big Love, which I never watched. Crayon Shin Chan, which is a fucking hilarious cartoon. Have you ever heard no. of uh, Shin Chan? Bro, <laughs> it might still be on Hulu. You would, it is the most offensive fucking cartoon. It is, it's like little short episodes. I think it's like little 10 minute clips I'm and it's intrigued. like two or two or three clips per episode it's i will fucking find you the link and send it yes. to you it is the most hilarious fucking shit in the S- world say the name again it's uh shin chan shin chan okay <laughs> yeah i'll find you some clips and send them to you like i did an episode on it and it it's amazing so highly recommend shin chan heroes would shit the bed after the first season oh. as you and i both know god yes that, the, I, that was the saddest fucking i watched every frame of that goddamn show right like, as it was in, so good. Yeah, all of it, all the way. I don't know why. It's one of those weird ones that I stuck with, even though it was a bag of assholes. So it was like, mm-hmm. this is, sh- like, after, yeah, it was shit after a while, but I just couldn't stop watching. And then they re-released it, like, a few years ago. I'm like, eat my balls. I'm not fucking watching that one. So, yeah. Well, no. The only, I forget, there was a fucking famous comic book artist that did all of the art for the yes. Heroes series. Uh, I want Jeff to say Loeb. Jeff, Jeff Loeb. Loeb, right? Yeah. I love his artwork anyway, so seeing him like have that was cool. Was it Tim Sale? Oh, it was one of them. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. No, so. it wasn't Tim <laughs> it wasn't Tim Sale, it was Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb. Wait. I'm ninety nine percent sure it was Jeff yeah, Loeb. If I'm like, wrong, seems like it is, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Someone out there screaming. Uh, the movies sorry. Well who's screaming? No, no, I'm just saying like do you, do you have a girl bagged up in your apartment somewhere? No, 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 no. I was saying anyone who actually knows who the artist is and if we're wrong, they're screaming at us out there. <laughs> your audience. 
I swear to God, I know comics. I do you? Yes. Hope. I know comics. I'm a comic girl. What? Do you know how few you of them this? there are like you in the world? There are none. I was. I've you seriously don't know this? Kid, listen up, right? I've been to like comic shops my entire damn life, and it's just a ball bag festival, all right? The odd oh, yeah, yeah, time yeah. there's a girl in there, and forget about it. If it's a pretty girl, holy shit, everyone craps their pants, all right? So you Trust would be me, very popular, kid. Let me say. All right. I went to one comic book convention in a poison ivy costume that I made like a hand stitch every fucking ivy leaf on this bathing suit. Are you kidding me? You're poison ivy? Legitimately. Yeah, I'll send you the pictures. The next four years, anytime I went to a convention, everybody's like, were you poison ivy? I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? See, you got famous. I I, I actually got Lou Ferrigno to call my dad on Father's (gasps) Day. What? You got the whole... And he was my buddy... He was my homie until like he came to like a local convention and it was super sketchy and creepy around the girls and it made me not want to hang around and out around him anymore. Oh, he was yeah. he really because he must be old oh, as shit yeah. now, man. He was a fucking he was a scumbag. Like he was trying oh, to really? bang the massage girls. Yeah. You know what? He's an ex weightlifter and he's the Hulk. Of course, yeah, yeah. You know, he's probably got like testosterone injections and I don't know. Oh man, that's a shame. Hulk, you want the Hulk to be nice. He was my homie for like year. Well, I mean homie. Like he would say hi to me at the comic, and I met Jim Lee. I met <gasps> met Tim Sale. I have a fucking autographed um picture of the Joker or whatever from not the Long Halloween. It was uh, oh damn whatever the fucking yeah yeah I know I know I know the comic. I'm amazed that you know yeah, that yeah. shit. Do you know there's no one I like have... that here? <laughs> yes, I have. So my ex husband actually used to own a comic shop, and we'd go to oh, different conventions and sell but comics and stuff like that. That's even cooler, man. But like. Yeah. So then I got into it by proxy, and now I know I'll have to fucking send you a picture of like my whole fucking room. It's got so many comic book paintings and stuff that I have up here. I'm looking behind you on our little monitor here now, and it's already like what are those things that I'm looking at there? Is that, is that are those are those? That's Twin Peaks stuff. Hold on, let me. Holy shit! She just showed me like her wall, and it's uh, man. I can't it is figure like a, out how they works. There's like there, a classy comic book shop you got going on. That's a long yeah. room too. Nice. Oh, okay. I know it's fucking. Everyone, you gotta check. Yeah. Audience later. at home, it's it's like it's like it looks like a comic book shop kind of. It's pretty impressive and in, in, in a good yeah. way. In a good way. <laughs> you know, it took me like until three weeks into quarantine to actually hang all these pictures. We'd already lived here for like three months. I was no, just I mean, not that, feeling. That it's a completely lot. Understandable. It's a lot. Oh, so 2006. <laughs> uh, the movies that came out that year. We can also talk about the comic books that came out that year, but we're not going to. Um, you guys actually just talked about this movie on your recent podcast. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine came out that year. Oh, yeah. That's right. Which I've only seen the once, and I, w- I don't think I was in the right like mental state for it, kind of like you talked about. And I just, like, it didn't hit me right. I wasn't expecting that. So I might have to give it another shot. I The same thing, because I, I, I thought it would be funnier or something. I was looking mm-hmm. for something else. And it turns out it's actually this wonderful tale, but you got to go in looking for a drama, not looking for a comedy. So, yeah. Yeah, with that cast list, I was looking for something a little more lighthearted than what I got. Um, uh, grandma's, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> grandma's Boy came out that year. Um, What's Grandma's then, Boy? Grandma, I've only seen it for the first time, but it's like a stoner movie. It's not quite on the level of Pineapple Express, but it's oh. kind of like it's it's like these forty something guys that live in like this grandma's basement, and then like fucking smoke weed and play video games all day, yeah. and then like the grandmas kind of take care of them a little bit, but they're all their own like old granny gang. Okay, it's just I'm fun. It's cute. Oh, I can't believe I've heard of it. There you are. Um, Basic Instincts 2 and Borat as also came out that year. Wow. I love Borat. 
You love Borat? Absolutely. Bitch, yeah, I love Borat. He's a piece of shit. Um, but I, I, did you not notice I skimmed right over that shit? Oh, good call, good call. Next. Borat, you know, I couldn't even watch... I can't watch any of Sasha Baron Cohen's stuff because it's so because it's real and he's actually filming real people and real reactions. It's too painful for me to watch. I watched <laughs> Borat in shifts. I was like thirty minutes. Like fuck it, I can't watch that anymore. This that's so uncomfortable. So you know, <laughs> it's 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 uh, my life. That's my favorite. Oh part. god. Oh yes. Yeah. Look, the the execution is amazing, but good god, he, I, just, I don't know how he fucking does it. Like he's some sort of fucking wizard to be able to like stay so straight based in those situations. Oh, I yeah. don't know how he does it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's... the music I picked this first one just for you. Go it's on. by John Mayer. Waiting oh, for the yes! world to change. <laughs> I'm the only man in Australia who loves John Mayer. Are you? <laughs> I I don't know. Like, I, I go to concerts and they're full. Don't get me wrong, right? But like, um, like I seriously, everyone thinks I'm a bitch for loving John Mayer. I'm fine with that. No. I am a bitch. Yeah. So um, but yeah, I you know he made me. Th- like try and learn the guitar and shit like that. It's just my favorite artist ever. Um, John Mayer. Me. I mean, I when I was in high school, he was just first starting to come out, and I like bought his album and like drooled all over him. Like I will Room not pretend like I don't Fantastic. love. Yeah, love. no, he's. He, he, I mean, you know, I say this as a hetero male. That motherfucker's hot. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> he, he kind of is. Yeah. Um, Gold Digger came out that year by Kanye West and yeah. featured Jamie Foxx. Which was a huge I mean, club anthem. For I love me. that this song. Was, I was a senior in college this year, so I was definitely quote tearing the club up <laughs> as much as you nice. Can believe I can that. imagine. Uh, and then to show you where we were as a country, Danity Kane released Showstopper. That was the P Daddy making the band band, which I've never actually heard that song. Oh, me either. And and then Paris Hilton had a single called "Stars Are Blind," which is I fucking know really that song. I fucking know that really? song. Yeah. It's a piece of shit, and it's the music <laughs> video is even more piece of shitty. But I've heard worse, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Lohan's album actually wasn't bad. Like, speaking of people that were surprising artists, I actually didn't mind Lindsay Lohan's album. She's wildly talented. She's just a crackhead. That's that's the only She's problem. She's such a... No, is that a problem, though? Or is that endless <laughs> entertainment? Look, it's fine way. if you don't want to live with her and stuff like that. But I adored Lindsay during the Mean Girls phase and How all that. How could you not? She was so... And then... Oh, Beautiful really little Ranga girl. Uh, Ranga yes. is, is our term for redhead. Um, <laughs> like an orangutan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aussie terms for redheads are like Ranga, blood nut, um, j- <laughs> you know, um, uh, ginger, oh, ginger minge, things like that, right? <laughs> or ginga. So <laughs> that doesn't sound very flattering. No, it's not. This is the thing, right? I'm the only because I'm brown, right? I adore redheaded women. Every one of my white ass Australian friends is like, "What are you talking about, man?" So um, I don't know what. If you're a redhead out there, I'm on your team. As I'm just saying. I'm telling <laughs> you, like most men that I've met in the states are huge fans of redheads too. That's what I thought. It's the British that don't yeah. like redheads because heaps of Scot, you know, <laughs> it's like there's Scottish people everywhere. <laughs> I mean, so like. British male redheads not hot, like for the most part. Look, if you're a male redhead, all right, your it work's cut working. out for you. I have seen a, a, a hot male redhead, like in in like in the street in Perth. Now, what he was doing is he was kind of a good-looking guy anyway, but he made his red, and it's that darkish red, not the like like proper Archie red, not like the super uh, yeah, 
Yeah, so he he had his hair long, like down to the side, like Jeff Buckley kind of shit, right? And it was luxurious. And I was looking at it, and he had glasses on. It, I'm telling you, he actually worked. The whole thing worked. It doesn't sound like it does, but he was a good-looking guy. And I'm like, see, that motherfucker's owning the titties off that. So, like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> All I can think of in my head, I've been watching... <laughs> reality TV trash fucking rock of love with Brett Michaels and like oh, yeah. you're and so I'm envisioning him with his stringy ass nasty straw blonde hair at like <laughs> no, 50s this guy's- rocker AJ and then like ugh you know okay, Rivervale? So you, you watch Rivervale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talking about Archie? Okay. He, the guy was like, yeah, he's like that kind of redhead Archie, right? But, but I'm too but, old but, for again. that shit. That's not hot to me. <laughs> yeah, I understand. That's the thing. I understand. <laughs> There's like very few people around who like totally dig the redheads, but I'm absolutely one of them. So yeah. Well, so but one I, of the terms in the states for redhead is fire crotch, which is fire not crotch. very flattering. I'm familiar. You guys have that? Okay. Oh, oh no, I just I've heard. I remember. I think okay. uh, someone called Lindsay Lohan that once, and I remember. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah, that sure, was. Sure. She might even still use that hashtag. She's fucking <laughs> clinging. She wants to be famous again. She had like some fucking MTV or VH1 show where she made like a fucking nightclub and she looked super cracked out on the. Oh yeah, the 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 Mykonos one. I saw that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I. Ah, reality. Lilo, thoughts and prayers. Lilo, thoughts and prayers. Exactly. Exactly. We, uh, listeners, I apologize. Wayne and I have never talked in person before, so like expect some (laughs) fucking tangents. It's just gonna happen. Like I'm not editing any of this out. Um. (laughs) Other shit that happened in 2006, Pluto was demoted to a dwarf planet. Mm. Dick Dick Cheney. Wow. Um, Dick Cheney accidentally shot his friend in the face while hunting. (laughs) And then, my favorite part, celebrity breakups from that year. Uh, Charlie Sheen and Denise Richards broke up. Britney Spears and K-Fed. Paul McCartney and Heather Mills. Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. And Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson. That was a tough one for me. That's uh, a tough I gotta year. say, because I loved me some of that whatever that show was that he was on. They were on, right? Newlyweds. Yeah, yeah. That, I, oh, when I she said the yeah, fucking chicken of the sea bullshit about Tuna? that chicken of the sea. Well, exactly. That's the one I remember. So like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I loved. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, I love. <laughs> I unabashedly love boy bands. I don't give a fuck. I'm talking about <gasps> '90s boy bands. Me all right. Too. Oh my god! Dude, that, like, so like one of the things when Dan and I first started dating, um, Gerald had just put up his Spotify list of like all of his intro and outro songs for Two Peas, and there was a lot of like boys to men and fucking Backstreet on it. Uh, so yeah. I the list in the car, singing my fucking brains out, and Dan did not judge me for it. He actually said that was fucking cool. So oh, mo- yeah, but look, that motherfucker thinks you're fine. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, like you can get away with that shit. I cannot. I liked not only NSYNC boy, Backstreet Boys, or as we call them, Backdoor Boys. Um, the um, <laughs> but I liked all the all the inferior ones like 98 Degrees and motherfucking yep. like um, you know, shit. O Town. So- Did you know about O Town? O Town, I know of. I know of, but I remember like you know, f- uh, like funky LFO. Light ones. LA, light funky LF- ones. Light funky ones. Summertime girls, right? <laughs> that shit is a fucking great song. New kids on the block and a bunch of... <laughs> Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's right. fly when girls stop, stop by for, for the, the summer. summer. For, for the, the summer. summer. See, that's just fly, all right? That was great. <laughs> that song was on TRL nonstop that fucking summer. Dude, there was a TV Man. show like a few years ago, a while ago now, called Mission Man Band. Did you ever see See, it's like a VH1 yeah. show. It's taking Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees, that lead singer for Light Funky Ones, um, fucking Chris from NSYNC, and some other motherfucker from another band, and they're trying to do a man band. They're like ten, they're like, like 20 years later. Yeah, it's it's actually interesting to watch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking 
fucking Chris Kirk- Kirkpatrick was that dreadlock updo, that first fucking album for That was the worst fucking look ever. Like, nobody wanted to bang him. That was the worst. And he was the oldest one. Like, he was just like some fucking creeper guy at the playground. Like, ugh. Oh, every, every yeah. boy band's got one unfuckable guy, all right? So in Backstreet Boys, it was AJ, all right? Yeah. In my fucking NSYNC, it was Joey Fat One, right? Um, uh, and Chris Kirkpatrick, like both oh, yeah. of them are You're not right. gonna. Lance Bass also his eyebrows were too fucking tight. Like he would <laughs> tell, like they well, were like perfectly fucking manicured and arched. Well, no one could really, because uh, I was, I remember Justin Timberlake saying he was surprised when when Lance Bass came out. He was like, he had, he had no idea. He's like, yeah, I gotta talk to him. So, you know, it's like, it's all that. You're right. Actually, NSYNC had a lot of unfuckable folks. It was pretty much JC yeah. and, and, jo- and Justin. That's the and one. And Justin. Those yeah, the that's who me and fuck. my friends fought over. That's it. <laughs> There's nobody else. And then 98 Degrees was really just Nick Lachey. I don't even re- I remember his brother Drew, and I don't even remember the two other guys. Okay, so the Jeff Timmons is the other fuckable guy, and he was, he does, okay. he does, he does Anthony Robbins commercials. Oh, now. he was the super bodybuilt one. Yeah, wasn't two, he? no, t- Nick and that guy are beefcake, right? The other dude yeah, had yeah. glasses, and he was like the odd one. Like you know, all the goths liked him. And then there was this other kid yeah. who was Nick Lachey's brother, and no one even knew who the fuck he was because he was short. So like that's <laughs> that's how that <laughs> one went. <laughs> what is your audience like? Will they tolerate us talking about this? I don't this know. Bollocks? I don't even know how many people listen to my fucking show. I can't get numbers, and I don't really care. I kind of do this just because I like doing it. All right, we're doing. If anybody's a- listening, preach. <laughs> we're doing a digital know. campaign on this show. All right, we're just <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna bounce it out there. <laughs> happens i won't know about it it's fine it makes oh, me, good. I this love just that. makes me this is what i care about is fucking shooting the shit with you it makes me happy <laughs> me too. although like this fucking last episode i recorded with dan and caleb on tuesday i almost fucking murdered both of them because they started teaming up against me oh, and like oh. ripping and like fucking interrupting me and challenging me and I, it was a it was a problem <laughs> You had to cut some motherfuckers. <laughs> I, had, I, I had to. I yelled at them a few times. I'm not gonna lie, and I didn't edit it out. I left it in. Oh shit. Okay, good. That, <laughs> see, that's that, that's what the best thing about your show is that it's just <laughs> this shooting the shit thing. Like that's pure. It's pure. Oh yeah. No no no. Uh, I mean, that's the joy of doing this. Just because I enjoy, like I used to when I did it before. It was a weekly output, and it was a fucking strain. Because, like, imagine having to watch all of 30 Rock in one fucking week. Like, that's oh, dude. impossible. There's so many of them. It's on, on an up note, it's a 30-minute show, so you can nip, you can whip through them. Yes. But also, I mean, it sounds awesome. It actually sounds awesome to me because I love this show so much. Like, forget okay, about it. Okay, so Buffy. I did Buffy all in one week. Holy shit. Wait, that's, a, that's an emotional roller coaster, man. Like, for Buffy. Emo- it was a lot. So, like, I... I would try to pair it with, like, a show that I see, like, so I did Freaks and Geeks, which is only, like, a 13-episode, one-season mm-hmm. thing, so I could yep. bust that out and then start on Buffy earlier, but, like, it was, like, crunch time every fucking week, and I couldn't, and then having to schedule with a new guest every week, sometimes with people in Australia who have, like, 12-hour time differences, totally. like, it got to be more of a fucking job than it was an enjoyment so then i switched it up dan encouraged me to come back and said just do it once a month who cares when you have episodes come out agreed and now it's fun again no it's a good call and you know what this is the thing about podcasts it's all about actually building a, 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 a reservoir of, of episodes if you put enough out there when someone even discovers you in one or two years time they sit there and they go through your catalog that's how it works i think yeah. like that's so yeah exactly. i have not been able to ever work my way through y'all's catalog so like it's, it's so we do it every week man there's two hundred thousand episodes it's fucking a lot 
<laughs> and I actually so haven't many. had a yeah. Like we in in five years we've been doing this, and it's like yeah, you know, you you have to decide that it actually is kind of a job. Don't get me wrong, it's a great job, right? It, I wish it paid more, but it's a uh, right. It's <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah, it it becomes a part of your life, which you now have to fucking figure for. Yeah, so I feel like it's a fun way, a. To have social interaction and to make friends that you would not normally. Like, when the fuck ever would I make friends with people all the way across the other side of the world? Straight up, exactly. It's and impossible. That's cool. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> we're such. We're so cool. Oh my god. Okay, so this is already becoming a shit show. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm gonna bring us back on track, and we're gonna go ahead and just real quick the overview on Thirty Rock. It aired from 2006 to 2013 on NBC, which they would never let you forget. <laughs> um, 138 episodes, seven seasons. It's only an 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb, which is low in my opinion. Oh, yes. And then it was uh, created and written by Tina Fey. It follows Liz Lemon, the head writer of the sketch comedy show TGS with Tracy Jordan, who must deal with an arrogant new boss and a crazy new star, all while trying to run a successful television show without losing her mind. Stars Tina Fey, Alec Baldwin, Tracy Morgan, Jane Krakowski, fuck you, bitch, <laughs> Jack McBrayer, <laughs> Scott Adsit, and Judah Friedlander are the ones that are given credit in the credits. Mm-hmm. There are a fuck ton of cameos and a fuck ton of recurring characters oh, that yeah. all deserve love and praise, and we'll do our best to include them in this next part. Wayne, mm. what do you love about Thirty Rock? Oh man, how about ev- well, almost everything? Okay, because here's what here's what it is about Thirty Rock. Right, I actually this isn't this transcends just TV show for me. I used to actually use this as happiness. Um, I would actually I remember thinking when it was on, and I would nail every single episode as soon as it dropped. Right, I'd be like, I need me like. Like two seasons worth of this shit, so I can just have a prolonged period of happiness for a while. This show is like so. What it is is, I think it's this is as much as you wouldn't think that it's high, it's high level comedy. It's not high minded, but it's high level. What you have here is um, a bunch of pun wordplay type, uh, just comedic situations that actually f- they're clever. They're clever, but they're not clever in a way that's pretentious and that alienates you, right? Because Frasier is occasionally like that. All right. Um, yes. I still love it, but like occasionally you could you could make that argument. With Thirty Rock, you can't. This shit is for everyone, but it is well written, and um, it's just I I think um, probably Jack Donaghy was my favorite character. Like so, Alec Baldwin. Yes. Um, Tina Fey actually wrote the role with him jokingly in mind. She said, "We'll never get Alec Baldwin, right?" And then he looked at it and said, "I'll do this," and she's like, "What?" And so it became like that thing. So um, and I don't know. I just love. He's probably my favorite character on the show when he and, and this the stuff easily. he says. Like when he easily my favorite character. Easily, right? Easily. So she's like walking. She's easily. like she's walking to his office. He's like she's like, why are you in a tux? He's like, it's after six. What am I a farmer? That shit is class. <laughs> All right. That fucking gravelly voice. Oh, like Alec, every time. And I should mention, I have a I've had a, a, a man crush on Alec Baldwin since The Shadow, a movie he did like two hundred years ago. All right. Um, he's the tits. All right, and he. He got fat during this season. Sorry, this whole show. Then he got skinny again. Um, but he's still like well, the whole time. It's like, yeah, but you're still the man. So it's like, yeah. I love that. He's like, more. he's like, did it sound like the person on the other end of the phone had piercing blue eyes like a Viking? He's <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit like that. He oozes confidence regardless of what he like. His fi- he just fucking he owns this shit. Totally. Like, he owns it. Totally. And he's like, oh. even the shit he says, like his business tip is like, your hair is just a suit for your head. It's just like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's just so good. 
Okay, so like because of the gravelly voice, I kind of want to just like jump around. One of my favorite fucking episodes, and it got me from the cold open where they started talking about housewives. The episode where like Liz turns into the Joker and Jack turns into like Batman, and they're like having to like fight for the city. Do you remember this episode? <laughs> I actually, it brings up. That's the thing. I've, I've actually watched it's, the whole season over and over, but that one. Yeah, what you going go and tell me? So like season it's season six episode eight and basically Jack gets mugged in the cold open and he realizes like we need to it's the lower middle like basically the middle class and the lower class are getting cranky with the rich people taking all their money from him (laughs) from them so they have to like basically protect the upper class and Liz is thinking that New York is a whole bunch of fucking scumbags and she realizes to like basically get what she wants she has to like sink down to the filth and so like she's fucking sick and like she at the end like middle of the episode or like towards the end of the episode fucking jags in a tux and liz has got like this fucking like lipstick smeared all over her face <laughs> mascara under her eyes i remember crazy this one fucking now. wig yeah yeah and they're like on a set that looks like a fucking gotham rooftop and they're like going against it's it is fucking and they wow. have the fucking batman music this shit I'm gonna watch. I'm actually writing that down to watch again. Season six, episode eight. Season six, episode eight. Amazing. It's on literally after this. I'm gonna watch it. (sighs) (laughs) This show for me. So you told me. You told. You announced like you and Paul had this fucking thing where you guys went back and forth about Brooklyn Nine Nine v Thirty Rock. That's right. I had only seen Brooklyn Nine Nine at the time. Okay. Yeah. What do you You think? You said watch Thirty Rock. Yeah. I started off. I watched the first three seasons of Thirty Rock. Right. Yeah. Before you agreed to come on, we're gonna talk about this. I wasn't really feeling it that much. It was I, fun. Like season three had some funny episodes, mm-hmm. but then season four fucking started, and it even like it opened up with Alec Baldwin looking at the camera and saying, "Welcome to season four. He's like, "That is of course the name of this restaurant we're at." <laughs> season four started like breaking that fucking fourth wall Absolutely. and became so fucking meta, and like it. Dan made fun of me because like in season three there was some fucking joke about like the Huffington Post that I didn't get because I'm not. I'm a pop culture fucking aficionado, but like when it comes to real news, I'm completely fucking toned up. I have no idea. So he was laughing at these jokes. He's like, girl, you're just not smart enough to get this. I was like, oh, you're probably right. I'm probably not. Uh, but then season four started. And it felt like to me at season four, they kind of like shifted it a little bit to make it more easily accessible. Yes. And I just like, for some reason, season four on, it fucking clicked and it did not. It was not one of those shows that like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine right now like the last I haven't even watched last season but the last season that I watched I think was season six and it was just it wasn't as good this show fucking ended on a high note it's just like it it kept hitting a a certain mark and just didn't let go that's the thing I reckon this this show I will admit the first season it's not bad if you watch it now having watched it you know having known you already like the show it's actually great but if you are coming in new I actually I think I, I, I liked it probably from about late in the first season right so i liked it more than you but like the it, it's 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 a little bit of it's not slow burn necessarily but you have to it has to find its feet and i will admit that and that's why a lot of people haven't seen it like paul said you've seen three four episodes didn't dig it i kind of get why that happened because it yeah. isn't the show it becomes until then if you know what i mean um but no, not at all like i mean i don't know what the uh, i have i mean can we talk just favorite moments like uh, in this we show? can do whatever you want I will say, after I finished watching yeah. all the way through season seven, I started over again. I watched all the way through season one and had a completely different, like, there, I see? can see, going from season seven to season one, all of the characters back in season one are far less cartoonish and far less 
comedic yes. than they turn into. Like they come turn into like these cartoonish versions of their characters. Yes. So the first three se- or the first two seasons, it's a little more toned down. Yeah. So like just start at season four if you're not feeling it, and then start over again. <laughs> That's. I would, it, it's good. I promise you, it's good. But like it. If you're looking for that kind of Brooklyn Nine-Nine feel, like you can start at season four and then start over again. It's See, here's fine. Th- the thing about, and that's what you say, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, right? So when I watched that, I saw like three or four episodes and I went, this is not for me. Like, this is, I love Andy Samberg and I love The Lonely Island. I love all that shit, right? So I thought, oh, I don't love Lonely be. Island at all. You don't? I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No, not, I not even She's um, in My yep. Pants? You don't like She's in My Pants? Hate it so much. Hate it. Oh, really? Dan, Dan and I started watching whatever the fucking Jose Conseco was or whatever, and I fucking tapped out after the first song. I'm like, nope, fuck this shit. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. I, I, I got, we got, I got to talk about. Something. Have you seen Pop Star? Never stop, never stop. I couldn't finish it. I tried oh watching. I could God. not do it. That is one of the best. Really? Oh, it, I it fucking hated it so much. Oh man, I, that's like one of my favorite <laughs> surprise comedies. It must just be this odd, like this one thing we can't There's, cross over it's, on. It's an odd thing. There's odd something. Thing. <laughs> But we both love 30 Rock, so we're good. It's fine. Exactly. Everything's exactly. fine. And do so you, you were in the middle of making a point before I interrupted you, by the way. I just want to... When I'm thinking about this show, because I went and rewatched a few things and just started to jog my memory and stuff. It's been a few years since I've watched it. But the one, one of the moments that I can never forget is there's an episode where all of the dudes in the office managed to somehow simulate Jack's voice on a, on a computer thing because he recorded it. Do you remember this? <laughs> And then yes. they ring, they ring Pete, right? And they say like, and they make him like talk, think he's talking to Jack Donahue, and it's like, Pete, you're such a free spirit. Please freestyle rap for me, right? <laughs> and then immediately, not even missing a beat, he's like, rolling with my homie, me and Jackie D, and bitches getting ready for a sex party. <laughs> Waiting for this fucking moment to come, and it's finally here. And it's when he freestyles <laughs> shit like that. It's like, oh, I was like, I actually was bo- rolling and rolling. I couldn't fucking believe it. And I, I've seen it over and over. I play that YouTube clip just occasionally <sighs> just to give myself a boost because it's the funniest fucking shit ever. It's, I love Pete. Pete's hilarious. <laughs> Pete, Pete's sad. He's not one so of my favorite sad. characters. But, like, he's... There's people in the show that are meant to be sad on purpose because they're like your continual punching bag. And like Absolutely. you understand, like fucking Jack McBrayer's Kenneth character is one of my favorite characters aside from Alec Baldwin. Like <laughs> Kenneth is fucking amazing to me. You know, what's I weir- love him so much. I get it. You know what's weird about Jack McBrayer, right? I've seen hmm. him on talk shows and stuff, right? He plays uh-huh. Kenneth the whole time. He's actually playing Kenneth, like even though he's he's himself. I'm like, what the fuck? He's he's still doing that shit. I'm like, that is commitment. <laughs> he, <laughs> I love everything about the Kenneth character. Like when he fucking gets promoted to standards or whatever, and he's wearing these like '70s fucking suits. Like there was a denim suit that was like darted in the shoulders and at the fucking waist. Like yes. he's just. And then he goes to the bathroom. He's crying because Liz wasn't taking him seriously. I like. Yes, my heart breaks for Kenneth sometimes, but like he's just he's so happy to get taken advantage of and get abused. Like it's, it's fine. It's uh, I mean, so I mean, would you say so would you say Jack is your favorite character? Jack is my favorite, then Kenneth, then Liz. Yeah, Liz. Now, let's talk about Liz for a second. The thing about Liz, <sighs> right? <laughs> what I like So relatable. This uh, honestly, I've got a sister who's a, a she's like she's an architect and stuff like that, but she reckons she's Liz Lemon, right? And what, what I'm gives, Liz Lemon. You Liz Lemon. This is what is cool <laughs> yes. about the show, all right. And this is hard to pull off, but they do. Now the running gag there is that Liz is 
uh, unkempt and smelly and unattractive and this and that. But she's actually beautiful. Tina Fey's fucking beautiful, all right? So, um, of course. And so that is the that's how they get away with it. They're sitting there making ugly ass jokes. There's a TV show called Murphy Brown that I always used to love as well. I love Murphy Brown. Murphy Brown, right? Well, okay. I've seen it. I won't say it's been a while since I've seen it, but it's, I used to watch it a it's lot. It's very topical because it was like the you know like 80s or early 90s or whatever back then. So those politics are different, and that's what it deals with. So it's not necessarily the type of thing I think that might translate, though I haven't seen it in years. But Murphy Brown was also given like, oh god, she looks old and this and that. but she's beautiful, just Candace Bergen. So it's that of kind course. of thing that works out. And this is funny, right? There was two shows like 30 Rock. There was one called. Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, which had Chandler in it, and that was written by Aaron Sorkin as a drama, and it's about the ba- it's about the the behind the scenes at a like a Saturday Night Live show, right? Um, and okay. it's and it's it's wicked, but it's a drama, right? And it only went one season, and they canceled it, right? Check it out on uh, it's actually worth looking at. It's an amazing show. And then the other show that was about Saturday Night Live is this one, and this is the one that went through. And in Thirty Rock, that's why in Thirty Rock there's actually a scene where Liz meets Aaron Sorkin. And she gives him a bit of shit about fucking Studio 60. It's so meta. It's meta, 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 right? So that I kind didn't of even shit. know that. Oh, it's awesome. It's That's awesome. amazing. Can, can I tell you? So there's a lot of times in my life where I've been oblivious to obvious things. Like it took me a long time to realize that Mike Myers actually played Dr. Evil in the Austin Powers yeah. movies. Yeah. It took me until <laughs> almost through season three to realize that this was about her time on SNL because I'm dumb. Like, I didn't realize I didn't, that this show was based on. I had no idea. Uh, I didn't realize it till now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did. Okay, so I'm not okay. So no, like, no, no. once I mean, that clicked, it made the show a different level of enjoyable because it just like, and then they fucking did those live episodes, which we'll talk about. Like, oh my uh, god, you know what? Uh, fucking amazing. It is, and they do two of each because it's an East Coast and West Coast show, and I'm like, what the fuck? And you know what? This, what is cool about the show is. I don't know how you feel. I'm a bit of a word nerd, right? And this mm-hmm. joke that they have about Kevin Grisham novels, right? Where um, he's always got novels that's uh, impossible to say, like the rural, the, the rural juror, the rural juror, the rural juror. Like, oh, the rural juror, right? And, that is, and then like Jen is like, oh no, he's got his, his second novel's coming out. What's that called? Urban fervor. <laughs> <laughs> I was pissing my pants at that. Just going, who's sitting there writing that shit? <laughs> Well, then they fucking had her go. They're like, we're going to finally figure out what the name of her movie's called. And she goes on the fucking Barbara Walters show. And she's like, the Ranger. (laughs) 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 They're making the rules, Juror. I'm a huge Kevin Grisham fan. Just cool stuff. (laughs) Just cool shit like that. And then they're doing that. um, They're doing the the Janis Joplin like uh, autobiography. And they have to keep having to change the the name for legal. It comes from Janis Joplin to Janie Joplin to Jackie Jomp Jomp. (laughs) a whole fucking running gag like throughout most of the show there's only one song that i feel like they even got the fucking rights to but like 99 percent of the show they're like we didn't get the rights to this so they're singing all the off, like for the fucking uh kids sings like they use all the off-brand songs for everything like and that's why they're clever they do product placement in this show like snapple all right but they step back from it and they start making fun of the fact that they're doing product placement, but you still get the product placement. And I'm like, see, this is a show that is aware enough of itself and clever enough to write around the stuff you would normally see in a show and look roll your eyes at. So that shit is pure class, I reckon. I mean, come I, on. 100%. Like, they did the one where Jack has bed bugs and they bring in the fucking Cisco TV to do the, vis- like That's the right. digital meeting. And he's like, nobody can match Cisco's That's unparalleled right. fucking sound. Like, the whole fucking thing is a Cisco ad. But <laughs> can you imagine if you're, was, uh, if you're the marketing manager for Cisco 
and you say, listen, I need to put some product play. And then they write this fucking scene around it. That is so much value for you. And you're like, what the fuck? This place is awesome. That's how you would do it, man. This show is so fucking smart. This show thinks of every little possible joke they can make and they make it. For You're instance, right. I almost shit my pants when they did the Avery Jessup story oh, and they yeah. cast Billy Baldwin as Jack Donaghy. Like, I know, I was right? was 100% dead. I fucking ran into the other and was like, Dan, you will not fucking believe. <laughs> <laughs> then they've got Billy Baldwin acting as Jack Donaghy trying to bang fucking Avery's mom. That's like. Right. Oh man! See anything to do with that Jack Donaghy character? Remember when Liz got these amazing jeans, right? And they and they they perfectly fit her, and and then like Jack comes in behind and doesn't even know it's her, and she turns around and goes, "Good God, Lemon! Those jeans make you look like a Mexican sports reporter." <laughs> I can't no, even tell you. There's. I, I take notes whenever I'm watching these shows and yeah. then like I had to try to fucking condense them down oh, because yeah. this show like there's so many great little fucking jokes and things that they like comment on or make like um fucking anytime they say a sound like she'll be like cough cough door slam or whatever yeah, like do the stage blarg like they just like say the fucking like sounds that they're supposed to it's just and Man. then the editing whenever they break the third wall or the fourth wall like they fucking did this. They went to Boston for like a yeah. like on sh- on set feature or whatever, and they were like, "Oh, we'll take Tracy on like a walking tour of Boston. Like, what trouble can get into on a walking tour?" And then fucking what is uh, Scott Adson's name? He's like Smash Cut Two, and it cuts to fucking Tracy Jordan getting in a fight with Ben Franklin or Smash something like cut that. Two. Like, See, that's that's brilliant writing right there. And he'll actually brilliant. look at the camera and say it. Fantastic. I- yeah. Man. Or like there was one part when he was like, if nothing goes wrong in the next eight hours, then blah blah blah, and fucking Liz Lemon looks at the camera like, yeah, like that's gonna happen. <laughs> like it's just, it makes every fucking joke it can. It's just, Absolutely. it's one of those shows that gets better on every re- rewatch because you pick up on things that you missed the time. No, before. it's it's complex in its like execution. Absolutely, and in a way that is actually like rediscoverable. You're right. It's totally cool. Um, I. <laughs> I think that do, do you? Um, I mean, is I I I gotta tell you this. One of my things that I don't care for for the show, right, is mm-hmm. Tracy Jordan. Like that, I'll be I'll be honest with you, right? So Tracy Morgan, I find wildly fucking annoying. All right, I hate that voice he does more. Like I hate that, right? I really don't like it. Okay. So he, um, but having said that, Tina Fey's writing is so good that it makes him a likable character. I actually, it's amazing to me because I know, I'm watching it and I know that I'm like, this is not my favorite part of it. But when he comes alive with the actual, like when him and Jack are in that therapy session and then Jack starts doing like impressions of all of his family members, he actually won an Emmy (laughs) for that episode, right? And yeah, it's amazing, right? And so, and and that scene there is actually perfectly played because it's written so well. But Tina Fey Mm -hmm. has often said that like he goes off script all the time and he doesn't turn up and sorts of shit. So like, I don't know. I mean... She wrote it for him. I would say, so in between, I don't remember where I watched it, but like I took a break for a little while from 30 Rock and watched Comedians in Cars with Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. there was two episodes with Eric Alec Baldwin. Yep. One episode with Tina Fey and one with Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan actually did not seem like the Tracy Jordan character at all when he was Being on interviewed? that. So like I was like, maybe he's actually acting? Possibly. I yep. don't know. He just seemed like he seemed like he was not 
who we'd seen on SNL and who we'd seen on 30 Rock. That's interesting. I don't know how much of that was real. I love comedians in cars uh, with Alec Baldwin. His episode, he's great. Oh Alec Baldwin's God. great. And Tina Fey is also fantastic. I haven't seen the Tracy uh, Morgan one, but I remember Tina Fey saying one to him. Like he had a, he had a his first stand-up show after the che- of the show became popular. He had to go do a big stand-up show uh, and just do mm-hmm. it. And then he goes up to um, Tina Fey and says, so if I... um." I should, this shit should just come to me, right? I turn up on stage and I just start talking. She goes, no, you have to write it! <laughs> and stuff like that. So it's a, it might be a little bit that way and a little bit the other way. But like when you're interviewed, it's all different now anyway, right? So like I said, I just... Oh, like, yeah. That's just... Don't get me wrong. It does not ruin the show. And it's not like... A, like I said, it's, it's a good enough show that that is still enjoyable. But I, I'm aware that I'm like... Mm, but I still love it. It doesn't actually you know, detract from the show. So for me, I was more annoyed by fucking the Jenna Maroney character. Ah, uh, now let's she, talk about I her. Get, I get the purpose of her. Like, she's supposed to be high-strung, dramatic, mm-hmm. like, attention-seeking. But I just found that exhausting, even knowing that that's what it's supposed to be. She was just, she's a fucking a lot. She's a lot. She's a lot. Um, I think the thing that I, I don't mind her, but what, what makes me laugh about her is when she says, camera. And, and, and like, I'm using my, my biggest weapon. Don't say your sexuality. My sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she, you're right. She is a lot, and you would never be able to actually stand a person like that in real life. No, no way. And Dan loves her. He thinks she has like the best comedic timing. But like, I knew her from Alec Beal. Me too. She's me also too. On Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and I just like she always seems to be playing this like fucking fame hungry, like attention seeking character. And she just like for me, I just feel like she's very draining. Uh, I I can absolutely like get on board with that. I personally don't mind her, but I know that I could look at it and in a second. You would go, oh, I guess you. you it, it, totally. Totally understandable. So yeah, I'm on board. So like her and actually Will Forte as her boyfriend Paul are my two least favorite characters on the show. (laughs) Okay. I fucking I'm not a Will Forte fan. You're not a Will Forte fan. No. McGruber, you not like Will Forte. Oh. (laughs) Oh man, I I don't mind him. I gotta say. No. But can we talk about Liz's boyfriends? Because that's an excellent component (laughs) of the show. I am. In particular, okay. With John Hamm. All right. The fact that the, the whole story arc, oh god, he the fact that he's so handsome that he's never experienced life like a normal person, like he never waits in line, he never gets a ticket, he never all this sort of shit happens to him. And she's trying to teach him, no, real people have to wait in line. He's like, I hate this. <laughs> that well, is so they good. fucking bring him back and he's got double hook hands because he's a fucking idiot. Like <laughs> and, and and as an actor, you're like, I know I'm Don Draper and stuff like that, but I'm gonna go play this hook hands character. But like the, when she describes him, she's like, You should see this guy. He looks like a cartoon pilot. <laughs> I'm like, he does look like a cartoon pilot. <laughs> He's John Hamm is ridiculously attractive, He's so but handsome. he also like he an unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, he plays like the fucking cult leader crazy man i haven't seen that really is it good have you not seen unbreakable kimmy schmidt? i've seen bits of it i've only i haven't followed through. this show reminds me a little bit of unbreakable kimmy schmidt i okay. would recommend that no i think I, I, I it's yeah the tone is similar yeah very similar tone um and like i said you've got jane krakowski you've got john ham the guy that plays defuan on uh <laughs> queen of jordan <laughs> he <laughs> fucking my way till payday titus burgess is my fucking homie <laughs> he has the most amazing role as titus on kimmy schmidt like Bro, as okay, watch, right. watch. I'm putting that on the is list. my recommendation. Oh list. my god, <laughs> you will love it. Yeah, no, actually, I haven't um, heard a lot about this. <laughs> who are some of your favorite and least favorite characters? However, you want to fucking order them. Um, well, the like I said, so Tracy Jordan's probably my least favorite, but 
I would say, who, okay, this is the thing. I don't think there's anyone else. When you know Devin, what's his name? Um, oh yeah, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Okay. So Devin he's Banks. he's the bomb, right? Just his his delivery, and he's also got that that grindy voice like this. And hey, Jack. Hey, Liz, yes. how you doing? What's going on? Boy trouble? Ha, see you later. And it's just like cool like that shit, right? Hilarious each time. I can't even think of even the the um the walk-ons or the or the you know the like Matt Damon is good in everything, in my opinion. Like he's got comedy timing that a leading man probably shouldn't have. Like he's got real yes. good shit. Um he was great as that pilot guy. Um even Dennis Duffy is like kind of funny. He's like, hey, hey dummy. You know? <laughs> I didn't. So then I saw it on. I, for some reason, like a, a commercial popped up, and it was Tina Fey doing a fucking Allstate commercial, and it had Dean Winters in it. And I oh finally got it now. Why they would be together after seeing Thirty Rock? I was like, oh man, this is fucking great. What? See, they're friends apparently, because he had a he had a big car accident, and then she actually said, "You got to come back to work." So she wrote just a role for him in like Aww. one show. Yeah, I know, I know. It's like a whole thing. So he's got a large he's got a large recurring role on Brooklyn Nine Nine too. I'm not gonna does lie. he? Oh good, he good. does. I'm he's the Vulture. All right, I'm, a, I'm, I'm There's a lot of crossover between the two shows. Like, I would say Captain Ray Holt and Jack Donaghy are very similar uh, in terms the, of like I, I never even awesome thought of boss people. Until now, They're, until you said that, you're right. I mean, yeah, you're right. It probably still commands like uh, the same type of comedic timing to actually do that. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. I mean, they're different, but they're all they're both very endearing as like the boss that you would want to work for. And then you've got Andy Samberg and Tina Fey both coming from the SNL roots. Dean Winters popping in as like recurring roles. It's just, <laughs> it's. I would say that Brooklyn Nine Nine is e- more easily accessible. I would easier say so to too. get into right away. Agreed. Agreed. That's. And I but like they're both very good shows. This show, I feel like, is a little bit smarter and a little bit more layered, where I feel like Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a little bit more like, it's all, like, you get it all in the first watch. Nailed it, 100%. That's what it is. This show is less accessible, but it's it's perhaps slightly more rewarding in the long run. Um, mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you know whether you like it immediately. Oh, having said that, I didn't like it when I started, but I started watching again. And you know what? It's a great, like, background show. Like, just have it on while you're doing stuff or have it, whatever. It's... At least, like I said, I mean, I'm amazed you don't like the Lonely Island. <laughs> I, I just don't. It's fine. It's, it's, just, fine. <sighs> it's like, look, the parody thing is like, um, it's. I feel like it's like a teenage boy goof around type thing, definitely. and maybe that's why. You know, that's I'm not relating to it as much. Yes, because I'm mentally like a teenage boy. Actually, that makes a lot of sense. That makes <laughs> so a lot of sense. So is Dan. It's perfect. Jeez <laughs> in my pants! Like when that thing, I actually bellowed laughing at the music video. I'm like, wow, that's someone's really gone far with that. <laughs> Dan has watched the fucking Jose Canseco one no less than ten times. Jose he and Canseco. Caleb know all of the fucking rap. Oh my it's god! Whatever the fucking yeah. Mark <laughs> McGuire and yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking know anything about wow. sports. Okay, yeah, I know nothing about sports. Either. It's no, it's not my thing. <laughs> who else did you? Who else do you love? Who are your other favorite characters? Okay. Jack, and then we said Kenneth and Tina. I've got a I've got a long list of like. Favorite characters and then like recurring characters you can include too. Oh, absolutely. Um, even like, almost every one of Liz's boyfriend, including um Michael, the 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 British guy, right? He was really really funny. Oh, fucking Michael Sheen. Yeah, Michael <laughs> Sheen. That was his name. Yeah, like he's like he because he's British, he says things like weirdly. So he's on his bike, he's about to hit a car, and he's like, "Gangway for foot cycle, gangway for," <laughs> and he hits the thing, and she's like, "What the fuck does that mean?" <laughs> Didn't you hear me say gangway for foot cycle? So <laughs> that, that guy. You can is tell she's just like, no, this is not. This is not. I'm not going to settle for this. And then she also had Floyd, who was like, 
He reminded me a little bit of Jim from The Office oh, dude, initially. I love Floyd. Jason Sudeikis, right, is a... You know what? Here's the thing. When you're a leading man in co- comedic leading man in Hollywood, there have only been, I reckon, two good-looking men, right? One is Jim Carrey, right? He's You don't think he's good-looking? If you look at him, you're used Jim to... Jim Carrey? You're used to him saying... Just, look, at, look at this, right? If you, I know, you're used to Ace Ventura and like, no, and he's doing that, right? But if I you just, look at his face he when he's young... He's a good-looking guy, right? He's, like, he's a good-looking Canadian man, right? So, I know, maybe it's a weird I thing. I can't separate his personality. Right. Like, but he just, he seems like a lot of work to be around. It's because, he, oh yeah, he would, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't, you know, fuck him. But, like, he he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, because he's contorting his face, it's hard. But if you just look at his face, he's actually a good-looking guy. Even now, you know, the, 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 the sequel to um, that fucking superhero movie he was in, uh, I can't remember the one, sorry, the one with Hit Girl. Um. Yeah, people out there are screaming at it. Um, but he, <laughs> <laughs> fuck him. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's uh, yeah, he's in that like, and, and he's still like a, he's kind of beefcake and stuff. Now he's so like uh, I remember him as Fire, Fire Marshal Bill and stuff like that on Living see, Color. Do yeah, you think like, that he's doing that right? So th- I know there's no way to do yeah, that. Yeah, it's but, too much. But if, man. You, if you take a second look at him when he's not making your face, he's actually a good-looking guy. Now Jason Sudeikis is much the same, and this is evidenced by him. Being with Olivia Munn now, I think. <laughs> I think that's his, actually his. Oh uh, no, it's Olivia Wilde. Olivia which Wilde. She has no business. Even like more. she is a fucking. No, she's tight. She is a smoke show. Oh right, I, exactly. And Jason Sudeikis is with her. That's how tight he is. All right. So as as I've always he's, said, he's an attractive guy. I'm not like he's not. But funny. He's no Henry Cavill. Like let nobody. Oh no, is. no, no, no. Let, let's but make, okay, let's not start comparing humans to Henry Cavill. Guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one's Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill. If you're ever listening to this, by the way, like me and Wayne would tag team you in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? I would totally just <laughs> turn. I would turn. I would get hypnotized and I would turn. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even. It's need my hypnotist. free pass. Like it's <laughs> him and Joshua Jackson are like one and two, and then Whoa, Tom Hardy Pacey? number three. Yeah, you like Pacey? Pacey, I love, I love Pacey. I've loved Pacey. I have loved Pacey since fucking Mighty Ducks. All right, oh like my that God. is my fucking. I have a picture of Pacey actually over here with <laughs> David Coriolis on my wall. I don't, I don't doubt it. All right, but here's the thing, right? So this is good because in Dawson's Crack, you know who I dug? Not Joey, not Jen, not any of those people. I dug fucking Andy, which was Pacey's fucking woman, right? Meredith she Monroe. She was a psycho. If you and I met those two in real life, I would try and tap her, and you would try and tap him. So, bro, they filmed in Wilmington, two and a half hours from where I live, and I never <gasps> got to meet them. Wait, that's right. You live in America where people are. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. They filmed in fucking Wilmington and I never got to meet And then in the college years, they filmed at Duke, which is only 20 minutes away from my house, but I never got to meet any of them. Yo, 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 yo. But at least you can go to the creek. You can literally visit the creek, man. I I have. And I actually have a picture. Like there was some fucking fountain that Pacey and Andy were sitting on when like I think that he was breaking up with her. And like I legit went to that that fountain and put my butt all around. I fucking sat on every fucking inch of it. It's like, now we've sat with the same place. Like, I'm a, oh my I was 15 God. and I was obsessed. That is awesome. I yeah. remember that scene. She's like, you slept with him, Andy. <laughs> you have to. You have to. Fucking forgive me. Pacey. And she's like, fuck And off. like, it's right by the creek. And then there's the fucking I high know. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went on a full. And then I applied to be an extra and I never got called back. Aw. Oh, Man, well. but at least you applied. I, I wanted so bad. Are you shitting me? And then, 
Okay, so have you ever seen James Vanderbeek won me over with his role in Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 yes, with Kristen Ritter? Absolutely. Have you, have you seen I've absolutely oh seen that. Oh, my God. Because he's playing himself, okay. and he's being a complete cunt, and it's hilarious. Complete cunt. <laughs> and then he actually went on Dancing with the Stars for real, like, last year, and I fucking died. It was amazing. Did you? Are you the one who sent me a gram of, of James Vanderbeek's where he had his kids there, and he has the world's most beautiful yes! children? His like, family's fucking No, gorgeous. I'm looking at like, how is that? Is that kid like an angel or something? Why does that kid look like that? And his <laughs> wife looks like a fucking boho angel. Like, every his life is fucking blessed. Like, his whole family. Like, this, he posts all, like, yeah. And then I think, what was I his mean, he's not that successful saying? as an actor. He's like, he just had that great TV yeah. show. And he keeps doing these weird Diplo things and stuff like that. But, like, they yeah. don't really take off. But, yeah, you're right. He would. I mean, come on. It's If you've been on the crack I for mean, 20 years and, like, it was when you were fucking 19 or whatever. You're gonna if you had a reasonable, r- remotely reasonable financial planner, you're fucking balls. And he out. did a decent job with marketing and you know having different like roles after that. No, he's done some but shows. Not great. He's, he's done decent. some shows, but they all kind of like don't trust the bee. That was an acquired taste, so I can see why that ran for a little while. But don't like, trust the bee. So Dan started watching that. He had never seen it before. He's like, this show was before its time. I'm like, yes, it was. Yeah, no, I would agree with that, and I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's just, uh, yeah, I it's don't know. I'm not a huge Kristen Ritter fan, but like, I'm a huge James Vanderbeek fan. <laughs> and I, if you watch that them, show, made me a huge James Vanderbeek fan. Oh yeah, do you watch um, Will and Grace ever? I watched it back when it first aired. Yeah, and I don't remember much of it because I haven't watched Jack it. Jack is then. a Jack is all, like the, oh, yeah, he always Jack. loves James Vanderbeek. He's like, <laughs> it's like Jack, what's going on here? I think, oh no, did the beak leave the creek? You know, shit like that. So he's like totally a massive <laughs> James Vanderbeek fan. I fucking love it. Which is we've funny. gone so off topic. I'm oh so so. I know. I know. <laughs> it's fine. Bring we, us nobody back. Bring cares. Us back. Okay. Some of my favorite, actually, we'll just go back to favorite moments and favorite episodes. So we'll do favorite episodes first. Bring it. The fucking live episodes. I was not expecting it. I didn't know it was coming. And, like, I'm beyond blown away with these episodes. I watched them again today. Yeah. Like, amazing. The live ones. Like, Dan was watching them with me. And, like, he was like, how are they doing this? Like, so people would leave and, like, come in. Like, they, it was basically like a Saturday Night Live episode. Oh, yeah. And they had the commercials and stuff. Like, it was so good. Man, did the, there was one of the live episodes where, um, who's the, who's the dude from Community? Donald, um... Donald Glover. He Donald was actually Glover. a writer on uh, he was a writer the on show Thirty Rock when he was a teenager, yep. right? So like, yeah. He, he first of all amazing, but secondly, there's even in the live episode, there's a shot with he is in it for a bit for like a few seconds, and everyone gives a cheer, and I'm like, this is so cool. That that, that was it that was production so fun. Huge. He played a young Tracy Jordan. They had fucking Elaine from Seinfeld playing um, Liz Lemon in her memories. That's right. And they're like, why, so did you, why do you look so good in your memories? My memories got Seinfeld money. That's right. I remember like, that line. I remember that line. That is so good. It's fucking amazing. Um, what else? It's hard. Oh, and then like the whole reason they had the first live episode was Jack wasn't drinking because Avery's pregnant. And the end of the, at the end of the episode, he like finally takes a drink and then things go back to looking like normal. And it was the most fucking genius thing I've ever seen. Like they address the fact that it was a live show immediately they fucking were pandering to the audience for cheers like oh yeah within reasons for like it just all made sense it was so fucking smart no you again production value massive on that show but also just really good writing and she's like a real real kick-ass writer like so good she did mean girls i don't that's when i discovered her i never knew of her before i can't like i i have no choice but to stand I love her. Oh, yeah. She's pure class. No doubt. No doubt. And and her character of Liz Lemon is so fucking relatable for a 30-something woman, <laughs> like, in America. Like, 
fucking wanting to have all it she all. wants to do is like wear comfy clothes, eat cheese, and lay in bed and watch Housewives. Like right. I so relate to that. I love. I love. Liz. I am Liz Lemon. This is the most I've probably ever identified with one character. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that like that's why it's like because you know I eat this. I I I don't do this. But she's so like hot. <laughs> Like, there's no way you actually just eat cheese and don't work out. <laughs> I mean, I I just love how realistic she is. Like, and a lot of the stuff, like, it's a surrealistic situation, but there's like realistic stuff within it. I don't know how to say it. Does oh, that make sense? No, no, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. And you know what? You're talking about like favorite episodes. I can't actually recall a favorite episode, but I can remember like a moment in a favorite episode, which probably was great. Do you remember there was this, and I, the context was basically they were in a hospital and in this hospital through the show, there were these Jamaican um, nurses that were in there. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the show, for no reason, they take all the guys who were on the show. That's John Hamm, the Dennis Duffy guy, and, an, and uh, another male, white guys. And they're just playing those Jamaican nurses, like in in dresses and stuff. <laughs> and it's like, what you want for lunch today? And he's like, woo, Miss Ting. And this John Ham is doing shit like that. And they're like, what do you want for lunch? And he's like, Dan Cheadle on a bed of rice. <laughs> and they all start cracking up. And I was like, what is this? It's just the stinger after the credits. I'm like, what is this shit? I'm like, this is pure class. So <laughs> those post episode stingers are fucking amazing. I know, right? Like, that itself is okay, not so a for like level of attention to detail they fucking invented a holiday with leap day and turned it to a whole episode like the leap day episode impressed <laughs> me so much and they had your boy jim carrey, jim carrey in the fucking leap day william movie that they made up like yeah. the whole fucking thing is just like there's all these rules and like you eat rhubarb and like oh yeah 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 that's right fucking character of leap day william and then like we leap day william takes jack through like leap day past present and future and show and then there's like the fucking caroler singing like it is a whole <laughs> fucking production they made up this whole fucking holiday colors that you wear songs that you sing movies that you watch shit that you eat like that they fu- in one episode it was amazing god damn it i gotta watch this whole thing again man i gotta watch the whole thing you, again. <laughs> i mean you've got time it's fine it's one of those shows like i said it gets better every time like i've re i watched the whole seven seasons and watch all of season one i'm amazed probably like two-thirds of season two like half of season three and then like a spattering of season four five and six again oh man that means you really dug it like if you watch that i shit really twice, fucking dug it that is i really dug it I so like other favorite. I have so many. <laughs> Bring it. Um. Okay, so there's like even little nonverbal things. Like there's one part where Jenna is talking to Kenneth, and she's like, "You know, as a 37 year old woman," and then Kenneth gives her a look like, "Bitch, you ain't 37. <laughs> she's gonna look like fuck." test me like come at me he's like all right fine. It's just a whole nonverbal exchange oh, yeah. that happens, and you know what they're thinking, and it's just like. And he's like, it's when's so the first time you went funny. to a drive-in? She's like, what's a drive-in? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> Fucking Jack eating his orange at the negotiations after having like trouble negotiating with his like um, <laughs> nanny. Yeah. And then she's he fucking goes to his negotiations, doesn't say anything, eats that fucking orange all side, goes, what you want to do? I fucking peed my pants. I remember that too. <laughs> oh, I, I fucking love it. I wonder if they had Betty White come in as a cameo and she said, Tracy Jordan, I'll be at your funeral, like as a hard ass. I bitch. remember that. Yes. Yeah, she's I don't <laughs> fucking outlive you. And I'm like, fucking hell. <laughs> this was back in like fucking 2009. And she's still around. And this bitch is still kicking. Yes. <laughs> 2009. 
nine. They were calling her for rules of three, and she's still fucking killing. That's right. I remember she had this resurgence. She did that TV show and shit. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I love the Golden Girls back in the day. <laughs> I also love the Golden Girls. You love the like, Golden Girls, really? Yeah, I did a Golden Girls episode. I actually hadn't watched it before I did the episode, and then... That's what I was going to say, because like, the reason I say really is because you're so young. Like, that was... <laughs> That's yeah. yeah, you know. So like when I when it was first airing, like it was a grandma show to me because like my grandma would watch it and Absolutely. I didn't. I was young, I didn't get it. So now that I've watched it as an older person, I'm like, oh fuck, this shit is real. Me and Paul still make a God stupid bless joke. Sophia. Like the picture it, Sicily. <laughs> we yeah, still do that. <laughs> Dude, it's perfect. Picture it, 2020, <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> it's happening. Oh yeah, it's real. It will be. You're living in history. Absolutely. <laughs> um, it's yeah. Um, what else did I mention? Oh my God. I was watching today. There was an episode where like they were dealing with editing and they had Paul Giamatti, Paul Giamatti. As, like, the editor. When Liz did her fake breakup with him to impress the other editing girl. And at the end of the fucking fake, first of all, she's like giving all these lines is super like unenthusiastic, like rehearsed, like, no, please don't break up with me. He's like, we're breaking up. Oh no, please don't break up with me. At the end, she goes, I guess some other woman will be enjoying that water bread. That you're, or that waterbed that you're saving up for. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fucking other chick in her Hello Kitty fucking shirt or whatever turned around and was like, what up, Richie? <laughs> Amazing. To get Paul Giamatti onto this show, do you know what I mean? Like, because I love Billions. I fucking love it, right? And it's like, he's, he's an American treasure. For him to play every role that he, he wants with that face... Still killing it. This guy's right? pure talent. Pure talent. The fucking cameos on this show. They had Condoleezza Rice on this fucking I show, know. dude. Because Tom Hanks was on this show. Like, I, yeah, yeah, Tom Hanks. It's briefly. It was that's after how I had was. to look it up because I was like, I made a note like Tom Hanks. What the fuck? It was after Tracy got his Oscar, and then he goes back to be on TGS, and it shows Tom Hanks in his living room. He's like, Tracy Jordan's back on. Or he calls Clooney. He's like, Tracy Jordan's back on TV. Take him off the A list. Like, I don't know the password. Pitch the fucking webmaster. <laughs> Pitch the webmaster. Just- <laughs> I forgot that one. That's good. <laughs> I fucking um, Chris Parnell as Doctor Spaceman slash. Oh my god, Spichemin. that is probably the one of the best running jokes. Doctor Spaceman. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. That is always like good. he is the fucking worst doctor ever. And they they try to like avoid contacting him at all costs, but he's always the fucking number for whatever they're trying to get a oh number God. for. And it's always like, like I yeah. was trying to get a hold of fucking like reproductive doctors or whatever. He's like, Yep, that's me. He's like, I'm used to putting babies in the women though, I have to admit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just got bottles of pills on his desk. He's like, Oh, so Jack, uh, I actually got a few new pills in, some of the red ones and some blue ones. Would you like some? And Jack's like well, it'd be rude not to take just some of the blue ones. So <laughs> really classy. <laughs> he said something at one point. I forget. I think he's seeing Liz or whatever. He's like, you know, I could give you something for that, but I'm not supposed to sleep with my patients. <laughs> <laughs> he's just Chris Parnell. And then, like, when he has those commercials for the live episodes, and he's talking about, like, Chatterman cigarettes are good for your baby because it needs nicotine and tar to fucking grow That's up big right. and strong. Right. Those ads are the bomb as well. Man, it must be so hard to do a live show, man. You know what I mean? Like, it must be. Any fuck then up. There's, like, all these cute little breaks where, like, they're, like, following the camera and, like, trying to, like, I just, <laughs> it's so self-aware. It's so funny. It makes every fucking possible joke it can think of to make and things that you would never even think of. Oh, because yeah. Because you're not as smart as them. Totally. Totally. <laughs> it's just. I, I'm in awe of this show. 
it's I really I'm am. so like, glad you like it. I'm so glad you're digging it like I am. Oh, like I have. Um I wanted to shout out cuz I know you 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 do you sometimes you do Mary Bang Kill on this, don't you? Yeah, that's going to be that's for sure happening. Do you want to skip to Mary Do you have anything else that you want to talk about before we skip to Mary Bang Kill? Mm, not that I can think of, but anything that you talk about I okay. tend to remember and we I just blather on about. So yeah, anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a few things. Okay, so Fucking Julianne Moore is Nancy Donovan with that hard fucking Boston accent. Was hilarious. Shit, I forgot about her. Yes. Yes. Nancy Donovan. <laughs> How the hell are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> she was great. Anytime they fucking reference NBC, like, or cracked on NBC or, like, made fucking digs. Like, it's as useful as the Winter Olympics this February on NBC. <laughs> <laughs> they just, like, they fucking dogged their freaking channel like I've never seen before. But, like, it was fine. Yeah, that's all. I know it kills. This, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> okay, so now we're ready. I actually have not figured out my Mary Bane kill, so I'm going to make you go first. That's totally fine. I figured this out. Okay, so oh, good. Look, I don't think this is a surprise. I'm marrying Liz Lemon. All right, like if you, okay. if you, if if you've got a woman who's neurotic and this and that, but she's Tina Fey, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I will deal with all the shit that she has. All right, um, Bang. Now there was a there was a toss up with the Bang. All right. The obvious first choice is Suri, the assistant, right? But to be honest with yeah, you, yeah. she's a little young for me, okay? Um, and realistically, probably a little hot. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know that her name is Suri Xerox? <laughs> that's a yeah, fucking character's name, and she's a fucking assistant? Anyway, that's funny. Um, no, but the end, I ended up with the bang is, do you remember Jennifer Aniston's character? Who came on? Yes, she was a fucking psycho with She the was hats. a psycho, yeah. but as we all know, Crazy pussy is the best pussy. <laughs> like it's for sure. It's I know you might have your bunny boiled, but it's a great evening. And as Jack Donaghy says, the self-loathing just translates into. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, you know, so she, but she was too insane to actually have. But you probably hit it. That's what I'm saying. No. Um, and hit it, uh, put it. You know, I'm gonna kill Tracy Jordan. So there you go. <laughs> no, that's fair. Okay, I'm. Oh. Man, if I were you, I think I'm gonna have a lesbian marriage and marry Liz Lemon. Sure, because like she is 100% marriage material. I'm gonna bang Jack Donaghy because oh, yeah. those fucking Viking piercing blue eyes. How no, could you not? He's he gonna get some. <laughs> and then I'm actually gonna kill Will Forte's character of Paul more than Jenna. Because I really, I fucking, I do not. Remind me of his character, because I, I remember Will Forte. He played the fucking drag version of Jenna and, like, started dating her. That's it. And then they ended up, like, getting married, and they had, like, that whole, like, normaling thing. Like, I just, ugh. Now like, I remember. Jenna was already bad enough on her own, but he made her so much worse. Yeah. No, actually, you know what? That's not bad, because that wasn't the best execution of that. So I totally get that. It That's actually just... a pretty good call. Woo! Would you, can I ask you this? All right, well, everybody... What? Do what? Which of Liz's boyfriends are the best? Is the best guy for you? Like who? Who? If you had to pick one of her, her boyfriends, so it's Dennis, it's John Hamm, it's it's Matt Damon, it's uh, well, I guess you could say James. I Franco. mean, Chris is the easy answer, isn't it? Which one? Chris is the easy. Chris uh, James Mars and the one she ends up with James is kind of the easy Marsden, answer because like yes, good call. And like it's so fucking funny because like. Liz is telling Jack about him, and he's like immediately disapproving. He's like, "How does he spell his name?" Yes, C R I S S. She's like, "No." <laughs> he's like, "I don't approve of your relationship." He's like, "I don't care." <laughs> yes, I so that's the easy answer. If you're going with like the bad boyfriends, I would probably say Floyd, because like Floyd's great. Dennis and uh, Drew are too stupid for me. 
Oh yeah, that's like that's the problem. Guy. John Hamm is just yeah, he was pretty, but then he became stupid. He's and then with the hook hands, you're done. Stupid, yeah. <laughs> I have to be able to talk to you after. I can't fucking exactly. I can't deal with stupidity. <laughs> it ain't happening. Blarg. I've, I've never seen a male handbag for a woman. Like I've seen many like you know pretty young things with old fart rich men. But I've never seen a woman take a a, a good looking man who's a himbo or whatever. <laughs> a himbo, I like yeah, that. You know, so that's 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 always cool. It's cool. <laughs> um, I will. Okay, so there is one. I'm trying to think of who it was. Fuck, it's the guy that was on Lost, the guy that played um, oh fuck, I forget his name, but he's with Barbara Hershey, and she's a hot chick that was in beaches like in the 80s yeah and yeah, she yeah. Got older, yeah yeah but yeah, he's still young so that's but i don't think he's dumb so there's it's a lost argument the guy i'm lost okay yeah I've, i'm drawing a blank but that's only because uh, i forget i forget the guy's name because i fucking blocked out all of lost oh so did i fuck that who like fuck lost <laughs> fuck lost right it's just like it's a soap <laughs> opera and Garbage. it took a long look don't get me wrong i loved the first few seasons and then just didn't know where it was going me too and then that shit just got to trying too hard to be weird and like wouldn't answer any questions and just was like ambiguous on purpose. It was just, and no answers ever, it fuck lost. And exactly, no answers ever. At the end, it's like, oh, what do the numbers mean? Don't fucking know. What the fuck? How fuck about you, you answer all the other things? They were every episode. Exactly. And Garbage. tell me more about What was the, the smoke monster? What was the smoke the monster? The smoke monster! Lost? Someone, or oh, they made it once. Okay, good. Tell me how it works. What the fuck is it? Uh, just And they offer nothing. And it was such a not a payoff. Paul loves the show. No, not at all. And then it was just like, oh, maybe it was purgatory. Maybe it never. Fuck you. Exactly. Fuck you. Fuck all that shit. Exactly. And then the whole last season being just like, what? With no explanation, everyone's in this different (sighs) setting. And then at the end, you get some bollocky fucking church scene. What the fuck? (laughs) Fucking shit show. I'm glad we're on board. We're okay with that. That's good. (laughs) Right? (laughs) This is how I know I love you. All right. uh, Everybody should know about your show. If you don't know about the Countdown podcast, where have you been the last five years? (laughs) Uh, Sure. The The Countdown is a show with me and Paul, and we just count down movie-related top tens. And they are typically, it started out with your standard top ten dramas and top ten fucking comedies and that sort of shit. And now it's become... You know, top 10 guilty pleasures, top 10 fucking... It's not this bad yet, but like it's top 10 movies about pizza. It's not quite there yet. It's <laughs> when it's like... <laughs> we, we haven't quite run out of days yet. It's just soon. So it's like... <laughs> now we do that I shit. I feel like though, so like with... You and I are both artists with colors, for instance. You would think there's a finite amount of colors, but there's actually infinite amount of colors. Exactly. Maybe there's infinite amount of topics. It could be there. You just have to dig a little deeper, mix a little bit different. It's it's tough to come Maybe. up with each week, but I think the what oh, I'm no. told is the draw of the show is how much me and Paul abuse each other. So... Um, <laughs> That's more of a thing that if you dig it, maybe give it a try. But uh, I understand, like, if you like in rabbit ears, you might like our thing. But I totally understand if you like Ashley more, because this is a different no. show format. I'm saying, you know, it's good. Wayne and I are both equally not safe for work. You might actually be a little less safe for work. Yeah, but I, everybody's working from home now, so who cares? Exactly. And here's the thing: because um, we're Aussies, we'll drop a C here and there, so that happens. <laughs> Oh, I drop a C. I dropped a C on my last episode. Oh, good. I don't care about cunt nuggets, bitch. (laughs) There it is. I call my little sister affectionately Cuntington Bear, (laughs) which is like Paddington Bear, but but cunt. Yeah, it's (laughs) just how old is she? How old is she? How old? How old is she? Oh, she's like. (laughs) If you say eight, I'm gonna be bothered. She's like (laughs) thirty-three. Oh, that's fine. 
That's right. <laughs> no, I, my little you know, sister. some people have fucking like their parents got divorced and then dad got remarried and got his new wife pregnant and your new little sister's eight years old and you call her fucking Cuntington Bear. I don't know. <laughs> Shit could happen. I mean, it's basically any nickname with the word cunt in it, which is just like you. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is my like go-to insult um, i don't know in terms and of dick pickle dick pickle my favorite term for female genitalia is finger hut and <laughs> and for dudes it's probably tube steak fucking <laughs> okay, that just makes me think of aqua teen hunger force every time <laughs> is have you ever seen aqua teen I, hunger force i know of the show but i've never seen it is uh, that is it a, a well-known there's term? a fucking like they're like cooking over some grill and it's basically like a radioactive thing. And they're like, Carl, how do you like your tube steak? He goes, parked in some hua. <laughs> I didn't know that tube steak was, in, was you know, in the vernacular. Oh, wow. Very cool. I got all kinds. <laughs> You're welcome. This has been an educational segment of Rabbit Ears. It really has. It really, really has. <laughs> I know. Well, Wayne, we are going to wrap this up, but I will also continue talking to you after we finish. <laughs> okay. This. this has been awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. I don't do guest spots a lot, but I actually love you. No, you don't. I love you, and I love this oh, show. Love so you. I'm on board. Totally happy to. Oh, <laughs> I adore you. Thank you for coming on and making your rare guest appearance. You were also on Two Peas on a Pod recently talking about your favorite Tom Cruise movies, mm, I think. That's right, because I'm a Tom Cruise So if you want to hear lover. more of Wayne. What's that? You can check that. If you want to hear more of Wayne, you can check out Two Peas, or you can check out any of the 260-whatever episodes of The Countdown mm-hmm. PC. There's a few. <laughs> there's a hot there's a hot lot of them. I don't know. I've had too much alcohol. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> oh, we're all a little toasty. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. Later, rabbit ears. See you guys. You're a star. You're on top. Somebody bring you some hair. You should kill yourself. Rolling with my homie, a me and Jackie D. But bitches, get ready for a sex party. Everyone knows the most delicious part of the muffin is the top. Werewolf for mitzvah. Spooky, scary. Boys becoming men. Men becoming wolves. Oh, everybody born before Jesus is in hell. This little light of mine,